step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And enjoy. Coming up now, I'm Dave Smith, News Radio 570 WSYR, now on 106.9 FM. Well, thank you so much, Dave Smith. I appreciate the lead-in, and thank you to Justin Miller for producing the show. I am not Bob Lonsberry. I am Shannon Joy. I hail from your sister city to the west, Rochester, New York. I'm the late night girl on News Radio Wham 1180. I have a program, a daily political program from 9 to 10 p.m. every evening where we hit national politics with a local spin, everything from domestic policy, foreign policy, education, economics. But the only thing anyone ever talks about these days is COVID-19 and the resulting tyranny that has ensued since our government especially here in New York State. You know, we really are the epicenter in New York State, not only with the the health crisis, which is COVID-19, but also the political crisis, which is the complete suspension of our democracy, literally transforming our state from a somewhat functioning functioning democracy to a, a dictatorship overnight via executive order, by Andrew Cuomo. And now we're dealing with the ramifications. Everyone's talking about the phased reopening of New York State, but there are all sorts of conditions and the conditions are really confusing. And oh, by the way, they change every day. And oh, the conditions we had before are not gonna be the, the same now. And it's 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 massive chaos. And this is what happens when, when local governments break down, when state governments, when power becomes too consolidated in into one area. Here we're talking about New York City and Albany. And when you don't have local representation, again, I mentioned in the first segment that we have basically uh, non-functioning democracy. Our legislatures are not in session at the state level and at the local level. Our courthouses are closed down. Our government bodies are not working, especially at the local level. And we're all just kind of waiting for Andrew Cuomo to tell us what to do. Meanwhile, Andrew Cuomo has been wrong about everything, which we'll lay out later later in the program as we really dig into the crisis that is occurring in New York State uh, nursing homes. And so I want to go to the phone lines before we get into all of that. You guys are great. I love that you're calling in already. The phone lines are always open. I have an open phone policy whenever I um, guest host. The number 315-421-WSYR. That's 421-WSYR. If you would like to chime in on the fake reopening as laid out by Andrew Cuomo today. But first we have Michael Carpinelli. He is the sheriff of Lewis County. And you wanted to make a comment on Cuomo's policies. Thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Paul, thank you, Shane, for letting me, for letting me come on. I appreciate it. All right. No, I just basically, uh, I, I, you know, I hear um, the complaints about uh, where we are today in the state of New York. And, and uh, you're right, there's only one person to blame, and that's the, our governor. But uh, yeah. it isn't surprising because this is what happens when you have somebody that has the uh, aggressive, progressive, left-wing ideology. And instead of doing 
what the people uh, ask and elect uh, our officials to do. They go with their own ideas and then force it down upon us. And this is the this is what this is what happens when that when that occurs. Hey, Michael, I'm really glad that I have you on as a an elected sheriff of, of Lewis County because I have done much on my radio program from across the country, uh, sheriff's departments, uh, local police departments, either, even localities who are, are saying in the face of many of these unconstitutional, um, you know, illogical mandates being passed by governors that, that they're simply not enforcing some of the policies. If they don't jive with the Constitution, if they don't jive with our our liberties, the Bill of Rights, and what each person has independently. Then it is it is the responsibility of these local leaders to to not enforce those. As a sheriff, what what do you think about that? I, I mean, you know, you're faced with, in in some ways, carrying out. We, I mentioned in the last segment, 200 plus executive orders and or in not executive orders, but changes in the laws uh, made by Andrew Cuomo. You know, how are you guys wrestling with that? Oh, by exercising our discretion that's given to us uh, tremendously, yeah. and 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 adhering to the oath of the uh, of the Constitution that I took, not the oath of the state of New York. Uh, you know, Amen. I follow that also, but not but not number one. So, yeah, because there have been, and and you know, we haven't seen them in in. At least not in Western New York, New York, yes, but but across the country, we see police departments arresting mothers for pushing their children on swing sets. We saw in Dallas, Texas, of all places, a, a woman who was arrested for opening her hair salon. She was arrested and put into jail for seven days with thousands of dollars worth of fines. We've seen in New York City, patrons, I mean, citizens, rustled to the ground for violating social distancing orders, and and. You, even had the leader of the Police Benevolence Association in New York in New York City say this has to end. Uh, they are making the situation untenable for law enforcement because because you know I would assume that most in law enforcement do not want to be upholding some of these ridiculous social distancing mandates and it, it's just difficult. Well, they, they certainly don't, and the problem is is that when you have leadership that uh, uh, forgets um, who they were elected by. Uh, again, as I say, this is what happens. So then, it's up it's up to the troops, um, you know, to remember their oath to the Constitution, number one, uh, to the country that they that they uh, work for and that they uh, stand for, uh, not the ideology of of an aggressive, uh, you know, far left Democrat person attempting to turn it into socialism. And uh, and and the, and the good thing is that I think that finally they're finding out, which they always do, these dictator style people, that when you take uh, the utmost freedoms from the people, it gets to the point where they can't go about their daily activity uh, to take care of their family, to take care of the basic needs uh, in, a, in a general, normal fashion. They will rise up. Uh, and when they do, you better be on the right side of the people. Hey, Michael Carpinelli, Sheriff of Lewis County. I think the folks in Lewis County are really lucky to have you because it sounds like your priorities are right on. And I really pre- I love hearing from you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your time, ma'am. Thank you. All right. I really, I really appreciate it. Amen. Amen. And that is a type of mindset. You know, Andrew Cuomo's executive order, there is uh, in the New York State Constitution, I think they do briefly address emergency actions. And the, the governor of New York State cannot shut down the state indefinitely. He cannot shut down democracy in, in some sort of perma emergency. They limit it, I believe, in the New York State Constitution to 30 days. But what you see Cuomo trying to do is to extend that as long as he possibly 
possibly can so that he can set up super government entities. And these are the regional councils that you're hearing about very vaguely. These are regional councils. They are made up of appointed, not elected officials. And where Andrew Cuomo wants to go with this, he wants to essentially neuter your locally elected officials, your local sheriffs, your local police departments, your mayors, your town boards, village boards, your local county legislatures. And he wants them to operate underneath the purview of these unelected bodies. And this it's a regionalism. And he's doing that to try to seize more control over New York State. Everything that he is doing has nothing to do with protecting the health of New Yorkers. It has more to do with seizing power and politics. And this is where he's going to get caught up. And this is why I've been saying for quite some time, the revolt needs to happen at the local level. If we are going to seize our state back, we need to start talking to our local officials and asking them, why are you complying with these unconstitutional and quite frankly, idiotic mandates from Andrew Cuomo when he's proven to be such a disaster for the past seven to eight weeks? These are the questions we need to be having with our local officials. I want to go back to the phone lines because Chris has been waiting patiently. Hey, Chris, how are you? Welcome to the program. Uh, this is Chris. Hey, Chris. You have a comment oh, okay. on... Go- hey, how are you? Welcome to the show. We have a couple minutes. Um, I'm awesome. Um, uh, I was really uh, inspired by that woman in Texas who opened up her salon. I watched the trial. And yep. I am really inspired by you as well and Bob. Uh, but thank you for everything you guys do. So I am a uh, telecommunications installer for a company that shall be unnamed. Um, <laughs> but uh, right on. on a personal level, I had a kind of an epiphany at one point with a customer of mine, and uh, it was a church, and I was installing uh, Internet service for her so they could broadcast their services for people who cannot attend their services anymore. And when I walked up, I'm like, hold on, let me put my mask. And this woman was upwards of 70 years old, walking with a cane and saying, I'm not worried about that crap. Don't worry about it. And she turned around (laughs) and walked away. And I I thought to myself at first, I'm like, does this woman not believe that there's a virus? Does this woman not believe that, or, or, or does she not she is she not afraid of the virus or I, I, uh yeah well, sounds, well you know it so it opened up a bunch of questions for me yeah and not... Go ahead. It, it actually are you still there i'm right here well i wondered to myself patrick henry 1775 giving me give me liberty or give me death is she not going to live in fear of this would she rather die than not live her life I think I think that that is a, a woman after my own heart. And Chris, I, I, I want to thank woman. you for the phone call because that is my mindset. Give me liberty or give me death. And I think the idea here is not that there isn't a virus. I think everyone understands that there is a virus. It's COVID-19. It's a nasty, nasty virus. But it is nothing, nothing 
like what our elected officials, both at the federal and the state level, presented to us seven to eight weeks ago. Remember the models, 2.2 million people dead, 1 million people dead, right? They kept changing the metrics, they kept changing the models. And the, the idea here is that, yes, it's dangerous, but but we don't need to give up our liberty in order to battle this. We'll be back in a moment right here on News Radio 570 WSYR. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, everyone, to News Radio 570 WSYR. I am Shannon Joy, filling in for Bob Lonsberry all week long, Monday through Friday this week, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I will be with all of you, and I am just so blessed to be here. I'm so thankful to have this opportunity to get to know all of you. Uh, I do have a radio program. I am from Rochester, New York, and so uh, one of your sister stations, News Talk 1180 WHAM. I'm on from 9 to 10 p.m. every evening. And I thought I would take just a moment. I know I told you that we were just going to kind of ease in to the program, but I think we just went straight to the hard stuff right from the beginning. I'm so hopped up about about Andrew Cuomo and all of the insanity coming out of Albany. I'm ready to revolt. I don't know about you guys, Uh, but I, I thought maybe I should just introduce myself. We only have three minutes before the break, so I'll give you guys a, a little bit of idea who, uh, as to who I am. Uh, Peter is on the line. Peter, we'll come back to you after the break if, if you want to hold on. But uh, just so that you guys know my heart, and I feel like if I'm going to be on the radio talking to you, you should know a little bit about me. Uh, but first and foremost, um, I am a believer, and, and I have been a Christian for 37 years. I love Jesus. I ha- asked him into my heart when I was five years old. And I tell you all of that because, because I want you to know it, it informs my faith informs really all of my political beliefs. I grew up, I'm a hometown girl. I grew up in, in Rochester, New York, in a small town, Gananda. I was actually a 315er. I went to college in Geneseo and, and met my husband there. And I actually lived in, in Syracuse for a year. And I will tell you stories about when I lived in Syracuse. It was about 20 years ago as we moved through the week. But uh, everything that I believe in, in so many ways comes from my faith. And so, you know, that's the first thing about me. I'm also a wife. I'm married to who I call the devastatingly handsome Dr. Joy. He is the love of my life. I love him desperately. We've been married for 17 years and we've been together for almost 25 years. We live in a little town. It is heaven. It's called Fairport, New York. It's about 20 minutes outside of the city of Rochester. And it's really a a wonderful blue collar kind of town. Um, And we have three small children. Well, not small anymore. We have three children. My oldest is Jack. He's 13. My daughter, Mimi, is 11. And my son, the baby, is Teddy, and he just turned eight years old. And so they're all home. We're all up in each other's business. Uh, We're getting the crash course in homeschooling. Dr. Joy and I are, are working together. 
kind of like all of you. But that's just a little bit about myself. When we come back, we'll go back to the callers. More on the politics of the day here in New York State on News Radio 570 WSYR. A phased reopening. I look forward to playing with my friends. Being able to hug my mom. 106.9 FM. Why, thank you, Dave. Welcome back to the program, everyone. I am Shannon Joy, filling in for Bob Lonsberry for the rest of the week. Welcome to News Radio 570 WSYR, where the phone lines are always open. 315-421-WSYR if you'd like to call in. We have a couple callers lined up, but I want to get to something just really quickly. So hold on. Uh, We will get back to you guys in a minute. I want to get to uh, Chris, who called in in the last segment, and he mentioned that he had an epiphany. Uh, He was working in the telecom industry. He was installing some wires at a church so that they could do online broadcasts. And a little old woman in her 70s came out, and she had a cane, and and he said, oh, well, you know, let me put my mask on to protect you from the COVID-19. And she shooed him away and said, oh, don't worry about that. And, and, you know, he's like, it it brought to mind Patrick Henry and and give me liberty or give me death. But, you know, I don't think, I I think that that 70 year old woman is probably quite wise. And if she has been studying and and researching and, and watching the data, the actual data that rolls in, not the models and, and the predictive models that were basically just big guesses made by really you know, they think they're so smart eggheads at the federal level and at the state level. But if you actually look at the data that has been rolling in from the beginning of this crisis, now that we have an enormous amount of research and data coming out of New York State, what you begin to realize is that everything that they told you, everything that Andrew Cuomo told us, all of the justifications for lockdown were wrong. And this is why I reject the entire premise. I reject the premise premise behind phase reopening, which is really just another mess of government mandates, a a gathering of, of surveillance and data required by the state of the counties, jumping through all of these hoops just to get our counties and our villages and our towns up and running again. And they'll always move the goalposts. They'll never admit when they're wrong. And what we're doing is setting ourselves up for for perpetual tyranny. I mean, that is if we actually abide. I mean, I would say to Onondaga County and Wayne County and Monroe County and Steuben County and all of the counties across Western New York, open up open up without Governor Cuomo's permission because he doesn't have the authority to give you permission. You have elected bodies, right? It doesn't matter what his regional board says. There's, there is, there is absolutely no authority from Andrew Cuomo in terms of whether or not we can, we can reopen our counties and our businesses and to individuals get out there. Um, This is not based on, on, you know, just this idea that I'm just not afraid of COVID-19 and I don't care about it. I've done an enormous amount of research. And for those of you who listen to my program in Rochester, you know that we spent two or three weeks at the very beginning of all of this doing diligent, diligent research, looking at all the models and all of the studies. And we were saying what, what very prominent people are saying today, I have a piece here from The Hill, what very prominent people are saying today, we were telling you this seven, eight weeks ago, but there is a, a fantastic piece in The Hill. The Hill is not a right-wing news organization. For all, It's actually somewhat left-wing, but Scott Atlas, he's a doctor, and he's a, a senior fellow at Stanford University's Hoover Institution, and he wrote a, a, an absolutely fantastic piece. The data is in. Stop the panic and end the total isolation. He starts the tragedy of COVID-19 pandemic 
pandemic appears to be entering containment phase, and Americans are now desperate for sensible policymakers who have the courage to ignore the panic and rely on facts. Leaders must examine accumulated data to see what has actually happened rather than keep emphasizing hypothetical projections, which is exactly what Andrew Cuomo and our health officials are doing right now. Combine that empirical evidence with fundamental principles of biology established for decades and then thoughtfully restore the country to function. And he goes on to list five key facts that are being ignored by those calling for the continued lockdown. And make no mistake, Cuomo is calling for continued lockdown. He's not opening things up. There are all sorts of conditions and they are unreachable conditions. They're going to have these counties and these towns and villages jumping through hoops in order to have some type of reopen only to close us back again when we have a reemergence or we have a particularly bad flu season in the fall, right? It's one step forward, two steps back. But the first fact that he goes into, the overwhelming majority of people do not have any significant risk of dying from COVID-19. And I think that's what this lovely 70-year-old woman, who I think is a woman after my own heart that Chris talked to, what was referring to is the fact that we are all afraid of a virus that is not deadly or dangerous to 99% of us. And that now is backed up by hard data. The most important, a recent study from Stanford University, it was an antibody study that estimates the fatality rate if infected is likely 0.1 to 0.2%, a risk far lower than previous World Health Organization estimates were that were 20 to 30 times higher. And this now has been duplicated, the Princess Diamond study. We have studies from New York City that show that this, this virus is much more widespread and much less deadly than anyone imagined. And this idea of locking in and preventing herd immunity, population immunity, is likely to make the situation worse, which is exactly what we're seeing here in New York State. And so I can go into some of the facts, but but the data is on our side. I do want to go back to the phone lines because you guys have been waiting so patiently. So let me go to Peter first. Uh, Peter has a comment. Hey, Peter, how are you? I'm very well, and you? I'm doing well, Peter. Thank you. I am not a fan of Governor Cuomo. <laughs> but, 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 when you say he has no authority to do this or that, you really need to take a look at Section 29-A of the executive law, which does give a governor, regardless of political affiliation, the authority to suspend laws and to issue directives in the event of all sorts of natural or human-made disasters, including, but not limited to, epidemic or disease outbreak. And it's yes, a very Peter, wide... you, are, you are correct about that. However, there's an end date, right? Andrew Cuomo well, no, no, cannot me, declare let, let, a PERMA emergency. Andrew Cuomo does not have the authority to shut down democracy in New York State for an extended period of time, especially given the fact that he's been wrong about everything, that his policies are wrongheaded. And so by your rationale, Andrew Cuomo, every time we have a particularly nasty flu season or cold season or any given virus at any time, are you saying that he just has the authority to shut down our democracy for two, three, four months at a time? You can't, you can't possibly think that. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Peter? Hello? I guess Peter hung up. (laughs) Justin, do we have Peter? Or did I scare him away? All right. Well, I guess I guess Peter has left the building, but Peter is right. There is there is a section in in the New York State Constitution and in most constitutions that do address a state of emergency. But this idea now that we that that germs create these states of emergency as defined by Andrew Cuomo and his health officials, that uh, th- it's simply flawed. You you can't have a functioning democracy, a functioning, uh, you know, society when it's just ruled by one person. So I do want to go back to the phone lines. We have, let's see who else we have. Patricia, who has been waiting patiently on the line. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Oh, hi, Shannon. I'm great. I love you. Um, hey, girl. I listen, to <laughs> I, I listen to Lonsbury all the time, and I've never called him, but I mean, what? The, the gentleman you were talking to that did the electrician and the little old lady with the cane, I went, okay, I don't like my clients to know how old I am, but I'm of that age, and I go to work every single day since this thing started. I have my own office. Yeah, if somebody comes in, I'll put on a mask for their benefit, you know, and I'm trying to follow rules so I don't give anybody else accidentally something. But come on, this is so ridiculous. And I'm one of the ones that he would want to make stay home. And I'm going like, no way do I stay home. I'm sorry. Even my husband goes to work every day at 72. Patricia, first and foremost, you don't sound a day past 40. I'm telling you right now, girl. So (laughs) I'm just a very young and effervescent (laughs) voice. (laughs) And you're probably a woman after my heart as well. I think what you're touching on is that this is not living. Imagine what Andrew Cuomo did to the people of New York State, 19 million of us, in the span of of a week, shutting down everything, our schools, our businesses, our lives, no sports for the kids, all of our events, no weddings, no funerals, no no baptisms, no graduations, just seizing our lives from us. And I think a lot of people now, Patricia, are saying that that we would, at least for me, and this is just my perspective. I would rather take my chances with COVID nineteen than the dictatorship that is that is emerging out of Albany. Well, right? I because wish, go ahead. I wish our federal government would shut him down. Well, I don't think we're going to get any help from. I know, unfortunately, and <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. But but we are not going to get help from the federal government. Trump has been all over the place on this. Uh, we've been ki- I've been waiting for him to kind of find his footing. I, I am glad that he is not putting in place the the same type of federal draconian lockdown scenarios that we're seeing in places like. New York State and California, but in terms of 
the in terms of the messaging, he really, especially keeping Fauci and Burks in prominent oh. positions, they, they keep they continue to to go against his agenda. It's just been very confusing. It's up to we the people. It's up to those of us in New York State to refuse to obey unjust laws, to practice civil disobedience, to get out and encourage our local officials to defy Andrew Cuomo. That's really what I think it's going to take. Patricia, thank you for the call. You're awesome. Thank you for going to to work every day. You're amazing. (laughs) Thank you. All right. We'll be back. In a moment, the phone lines are stacked up, so we are going to get to your calls. Right here on News Radio 570 WSYR, the 421 WSYR, if you'd like to call in. We'll be back in a moment. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bob Lonsberry Show. I'm obviously not Bob Lonsberry. Shannon Joy here filling in today and the rest of the week right here on News Radio 570 WSYR. We are talking about the COVID-19 lockdown here in New York State, now stretching into the ninth week. Andrew Cuomo coming out today saying that, yeah, we're going to let you open up, but, you know, we have all sorts of conditions that you need to to meet. And by the way, those conditions are impossible to meet. So we have de facto lockdown continued for another week. And so I want to go, we only have a couple minutes left, so let's get to a couple more, more callers. I am just so enjoying talking to all of you. You guys are amazing, by the way. Love hearing from you. Let's go to Jay on the line, who has been waiting patiently. Hey, Jay, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to touch on a few different things. First, I've been economically impacted by Governor Cuomo because I'm self-employed in yep. businesses. Yep. The second one... Hey, Jay, we're, we're losing you. Hey, Jay, you're Andrew in and out. Justin, I'm having trouble hearing Jay. I don't know if he's on a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to the next one, Shannon. All right, Jay, if you can call back in on a landline or get into a better spot with your cell phone, I I really do want to hear from you because a lot of businesses, I I own a small business as well. I'm a small business owner. And a lot of businesses have been economically impacted have been devastated, quite frankly, by this totalitarian lockdown imposed by Andrew Cuomo. And he needs to be held accountable for that. Millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of wealth now from from the private sector. It really, if, if you think about it, the only people doing well are the massive corporations, Walmart, Target, Wegmans, the health insurance companies, the big pharmaceutical companies. They're doing fine. Government's doing fine. But the, the entities that aren't doing fine, small to medium sized businesses, the engine that drives growth in this country and the state and also a source of great wealth being decimated by these policies. That's why we have to fight back. We'll be back in a moment right here on News Radio 570 WSYR.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.